Today's daf is daf nun vavim sachem. The next three days after today, uh, Friday, Shabbos, and Sunday, I'll be at uh, giving the shir kibbutz lavi. It won't be there won't be a live shir here. I'll try to get up on the internet the days that are not Shabbos. Um, <clears throat> right, yesterday we left off about uh, eight nine lines down on the page. Markivan tkolim kolayom. So we said that there were six things that. Did the people live in Yericho, Jewish people live in Yericho did. The Chachamim objected to three of them, and they didn't object to the three of them, to, to other three. Now, it's much from the things that they did that they did. Chacham objected, and they didn't object to the other ones. It's not necessarily that they did it with the Ratzon of the Chacham. The Chacham agreed to do it, simply that the Chacham didn't, didn't uh, object. So we keep going, one of the things was that on Erev Pesach, and that's why it's more down over here, but Erev Pesach, they were allowed to uh, graft trees. What they do? Dora. They would bring a wet, like a wet myrtle leaf. The shichra, the dafna, and it's a kind of. Rashi says it's a shechor shel eitz. Shikar and lur pri. It's a kind of a uh, a drink of a that's found in a tree. The kimchur asari and um, uh, barley, barley. Um, um, you know, flour, the rummy bamana that's sitting in a vessel below coffee library, and then it's been ground within the last 40 days. This uh, barley wheat is not sitting around in a, after it's been ground for more than 40 days. And uh, and they boil it all together. Now, it's together with that, uh, that liquid from the tree and this uh, barley uh, grain, the barley flour, they uh, boil together, and you, and, they, and you put that into the heart of the tree. The, part, the tree's got like a heart inside. It's got sap running all along, up and down. It's got a heart. Put it in the heart. And any other tree, which is in four amas, if you didn't do the same thing, if you didn't do the exact same thing for that, it withers immediately. You know, it's, just, it's something which is very healthy for the trees, but once you started doing it, you got to do it to all of them in the area. They would put a male branch onto a female one. Rashi does different shot them over here. One shot is simply that any branch that you stick into a hole, it's called the branch is called the male because it's a male-female connection. Uh, he also says another shot that there's different kinds of trees, as we mentioned, different kinds of columns, there's male and female. So the female doesn't bear fruit, and the only way it bears fruit is when it's grafted with a branch from a male tree. So that's the other thing that they did. So this kind of grafting, however it was done, whether it was this, this, uh, this concoction that was stuck into the heart of the tree or taking one branch of one tree and putting it into another, is what was they, is what uh, one of the things that the Ansharicho did and the Chachamim were not Mohanism, even though, even though it's considered work, but uh, the Chacham did not object to it, uh, presumably maybe because it wasn't, it wasn't something that would run into after, after, uh, after Chatzos or into Pesach. The Chum didn't, uh, um, didn't condone it, but they also didn't object to it. And they wrap up Shema. Now, what does it mean you wrap up Shema? So we'll see if it's Hechev. What does it mean you wrapped up? Omer of Yehuda, Omer, they say, Shema Yisrael Hashem, Hashem Echod, V'loyim Afsikim. Rashi learns is that, that Hashem is Shema Yisrael Hashem Echod, which is Kabol Zomach Shemaim, and right away it gets into the commands, you've got to do this and this and this and this. In other words, there's no break between them. That's how Rashi learns that they weren't master between the word echad to bahafta, even though you're supposed to be maruch and echad and think about echad and kabbalah al shemayim, sort of just jumped right in from echad into 
Ve'ahavta, without any Kabbalah, Samach Shemayim. That's how Rosh learns. The toast in the small toast says, when I'm singing, Shema Yisrael, Ulashem. It says, instead of saying, Shema Yisrael, comma, Hashem, Ulkan, Hashem, Echad, it's the way Rosh toast says, it's like, he said, Shema Yisrael, Hashem, Hashem, listen to what we Yisrael have to say. Listen up. Listen up, God. You know, like he said, Shema Yisrael, Hashem. Hashem, listen up. Listen to what Yisrael is doing. Listen up. So that wasn't a respectful way of daven. It's not the, according to either Peshat, the way Rashi or Tosh learns, it's not the right, proper way to daven. So you're supposed to have a hefzik, like, like a psik. You're supposed to wait a bit. Of course, Rashi is between Echad and Ve'afta. Quintosis, it's between Hashem Yisrael and Hashem. Ravam Mafsikinoy El Shaiver Mayom Alovecha, the Mash Mayom Alovecha, Velo Machal Becharash said. So Rabbi Yudah says what they did wrong was not that Hefsi that you're speaking about either according to Rashi Tosim, but rather they would say it's it's Hayom, it should say Hayom, and Sheriff Hayom, comma, Alovecha. And he said, Ayom Alovecha, it's Mash, only today it's a problem. Today it's supposed to be in your hearts, but not supposed to be in your hearts tomorrow, which of course is the wrong is the wrong way to do it. So the Brisa says uh, expands on this and says, how did they wrap up Shema? There was some considered not desirable, but the Chum didn't, were not Mocham. So that's what we said before. There was no Hefzik either according to Rashi or to There was no Hefzik between Echad and the Hafta, or there was no between Shema Yisrael and Hashem. But even in the uh, Yemenite show, when they have a leader, the leader says Shema, they all say Shema, then there's a pause. Everybody wasted about half a minute later. He says, Really? Yeah. A half a minute. And in that half minute, they're thinking about Kabbalah Shema, yeah. presumably. Or they won't check start, them. They won't start with none. They won't start with none. <laughs> they won't start with the good. That's how it should be done. So, here again, so Mayor presumably says the same thing that we said before. Now, this is, this is uh, bringing down here Rav Yehuda. So the first one was Rav Yehuda. There's what we see here in Rameir was what we saw before in Rav Yehuda. Veloyim Afsikin. This is what we said here. The Bryce brings it down as Rameir. And Rav Yehuda is not the same as Rav Yehuda. Here it's the, it's the Itana Rav Yehuda. They skipped those words. Now, that's what it means, Korchan, is they just wrapped up together, they skipped it. Like, you know, I guess wrapping up together means that you're either avoiding the pause or you're avoiding some words in between. So, uh, so that's our Rabbi. So we have different opinions here. We have Rabbi Meir, who went like Rabbi, who went like Rabbi Yehuda before. Rabbi Yehuda was quoting Rabbi Meir before that Loyam of Sikhan. We have Ravashita that, the, that they, they, didn't, they didn't pause after the word Hayom and before Allah Vavecha. And now we have Rebbe Yudah, the Tana's opinion that they skipped, that they did, they skipped Baruch Shem. But not my time, Amina. Why do we say it? After all, if you read the Pasuk we had a few weeks ago, it doesn't say anything about Baruch, right? It says, Shema Yisrael Shem Kachad, then Bahafta, the end of Eschanan. So what's going on? Right on my time, Amina. Baikra Yaakov, El Bar, famous Pasuk Yaakov called in his sons at the end of Bereshit, Bayomer, hey, Osfu, Baikir Lachem, gather around, boys, and I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Bikish Yaakov, Liglas Levanov, Kesem. He was going to explain to them, he's going to reveal to them what happens at the end of days. But the Shechina left him, he wasn't. He lost that, that ability to prophesy about what's going to happen. Omar, he said, wait a minute, what happened to me? Is there a psul in my 
bed, meaning in his children, in his offspring, right? Kevram, like my grandfather Ramshi Yatsa, Menu Yishmal, who had a bad son Yishmal, Va'avi Yitzchak, and my father Yitzchak, who also had some trouble. She also had an Esav. He had a son, Esav. So <clears throat> Yaakov was upset. He said, well, maybe something's wrong with me too. Why did I forget to... I was about to give my speech and I forgot everything. I'm a little bone up. So his sons answered him, Shema Yisrael. You see, this is... They said, Shema Yisrael, listen, Israel, meaning listen, our father. That was his name. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elkein Hashem Echad. Amru, they said, Keshem Shein Ela Echad. Just like in your heart, there's only one God. In our hearts, is also only one. In other words, they told him, Dad, rest assured, there's no problem among us. There's no Esav or Yishmael among us. You know, we believe in everything. So Yaakov was so happy, to, thrilled to hear that. And this is the blessing that he yelled out. Blessed be the name of Shem Kavod Machus, the name is honored kingdom forever. Amri Rabbanon, Amri Rabbanon, so Rabbanon's like this. Okay, that's the story. That's what happened with Yaakov, right? That he, he wasn't sure, he didn't know why he forgot it, and he wasn't, so, he, so his kids told him, don't worry, Pop, we're okay. Amri Rabbanon, what should we do? Nimrun, should we say, because Yaakov said it, right? Right after the words, and it was, they told him, Shema Yisrael, as his kids said, now, we, now we're seeing that the Shema Yisrael and Baruch Shem is a dialogue. Yaakov's son said to him, Shema Yisrael, listen, Dad, listen, Papa, you know, Hashem Hashem don't worry. And then he answered Baruch Shem, so what? So they said, so Rabbi said, what should we do? Should we say it? Nemrinu, lo amr Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? Moshe didn't say Baruch Shem, why do we have to put it in? Moshe didn't say it. Yaakov said it. We're quoting the Pasuk over here. Why should we say the Pasuk from putting the Pasuk into the, into the uh, uh, liturgy of, uh, of the davening every day? Well, Moshe didn't say it. Pasuk, why should we put it in there? Lonerer, should we not say it? Amr Yaakov. Yaakov did say it. So what, you know, how do we how do we show respect for both? Say It's like it's tell you what, we'll say it softly. We'll say it softly. In other words, so we'll do honor to Yaakov and we'll do honor to Moshe. It's like comparable to a princess. That smelled some very good spicy in a spicy dish in the oven. Now, she wanted some. As soon as you smell it, you know, that's how that's how the nostrils work. When you smell something good, you want to taste it. So she's like, Imtomer. If she's going to say, listen, mm, I smell that, give me some. Yeah, she's like, no, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing that, uh, you know, that little, the smell over here caused her to change all her plans, you know, cancel all my meetings, give me that meal. Low tummer, should she not say something? Yes, let's sour. There's sour in a goof, because once that aroma gets into your nostrils, you really want to eat it, you're hungry. His chilu avadeh, so his, uh, her, her servant started to say, so what they did was they brought it surreptitiously, they brought it quietly. That's the idea over here, too. Meaning, to say it out loud, that would have been disrespectful to Moshe, because Moshe didn't say it. Not to say it at all, well, you know, Yaakov did say it, so you do it quietly, so you start to speak, so you go both. That's what happened over here to the example of the princess. They brought it to her quietly, not to embarrass her, as she wants, and also not to take away from her pleasure. Amravu is skinu shia omrim also bakal rum, minim. So Rav says like this, because the minim used to be upset and make trouble, they started saying it out loud. And what does he mean out loud? Like we say at Yom Kippur, he said a lot, but what terms mean? Because the Mina would say, you mumble something quietly, it's like maybe you're saying something bad about them, right? Or there may be some incantation that's, uh, that's against them. So he said, therefore, uh, we're, we're repeating something, you know, that 
not proper to say Allah, maybe it's against them or something else, or maybe they'll say, oh, you're, maybe you're saying something about it, accepting another God, chas So whatever it was, the meaning would, would complain, we would say it quietly, so because of that, they said it out loud. When I thought they like a meaning, I thought they like Adhashta. Until now, there were no meaning. At that time in our door, there were no meaning there. I'm not sure then they said it quietly like we say it today. Also, again, the six things that Anshirichal did. Shloshu brought some Chachamim. Now, Lashon over here is a little bit different. You see, it doesn't say Shlomicha, the Chachamim didn't scold them or protest against them. Here it says three things that they did. Brought some Chachamim. The Chachamim agreed to it. Three that were done without Chachamim. That's one that you can graft all air pressure, can graft all day. But when you cut down before the Omer in Yericho, because as we said, mentioned yesterday, since Yericho was a place where they didn't have choice grains, the barley there wasn't good for the carbon Omer anyway, there was no problem that the Yisra and the Torah is only not to cut down something before you use the Omer, but something that you're not going to use for the Omer anyway, you could cut down. So because of the Omer. So those are the three things that they agreed to. The following things that was the Omer, you stack up the produce before the Omer, that the Chum didn't agree to. They didn't like that because they said, look, even though we allow you to cut it down, okay, you're not going to eat it stand by cutting it down because you're not going to you don't eat for the Omer anyway, you're not going to bring it from there. And cutting it down, you know, Chodesh, you don't eat, so just cutting it down, you're not going to eat it. But if you start piling it up in stacks and laying it out neatly in the cupboard, you know, you might come to eat something there. Therefore, they said that um, um, they didn't like the idea of Gochin. You can't pile it up. Well, parts and parts, we're going to say, we're going to say, in Lahachal Nesher Laniyam. Now, this expands what the mission is. In our mission, we just said that Ochlan Mitach Sashem, you could eat underneath the trees, the stuff that falls down from the tree. Here he explains that they would actually make breaches in their gardens and their uh, orchards in order to give the stuff that falls to the Aniyam, Mishnei in the family years, Meshabasan, Yan Shabbos, and Yantav. This is one of the things that they did that the Chum did not agree, uh, did not, did not, were not happy. With we'll talk about that. sycamore tree. They were matra the branches of hegdish. Notice when you were just makdish the basic trunk of the tree, and then you trimmed it, and then branches grew later on. The people in Yericho allowed them to allow them to eat it, and the rabbis were not happy with that. And the first three things that you said was bratzucham. Yeah, call it most again. Let everybody do that. If it's bratzucham, why do you say? These, these, uh, the people of Yericho did these, and the rabbis agreed to it. If the rabbis agreed to it, just it's sure. for everybody. Why Dafka and why Dafka and the people of Yericho? Rabbi corrects her mayor. He says, no, the Chum didn't agree to any of this stuff. But on three, they scolded them. They specifically took issue with them. The other three, they were not mocha. So the first three, they were in mocha, but it doesn't mean that they did a baratza. The Chum weren't happy with what they did. They simply didn't protest. These are the things that they didn't protest against. Again, that you could graft all day, and the following things they did object to. It was also brought down in the Mishnah, first of the three, that the Chomim uh, scolded against. They admonished him about that. Parts of the Prophet they allow the anim to come in and eat the fallen fruits on Shabbos and Yantav. And no Pele Yarek. 
And this they used to take pay off from vegetables. There really is there's no responsibility to give pay on Yerek. And if you do, you're diminishing it from you're diminishing it from Meiser because you're supposed to give Meiser on the entire batch of Yerek. And now when you give pay off from that first, there's no Meiser to be taken from there. So they, they would give pay of Yerek. The Chomem objected against these last three. Is it really true of Yerek that Ksir Because he said, Everything was done The first three they didn't object to, and that was that was Goshen of Naomer, right? Uh, rather, rather not Goshen. Rather, um, uh, what were the first three? My kibbutz come. You can graft all day, and you can wrap up Shema. And because we Goshen of Naomer, so he says over here, is that really true? The Rebbe says that the son of Rebbe Yudah Ksiva Shlomotzim was Ratzim Chacham because he said all these things were lots. They didn't they didn't object, but it wasn't with their Ratzim. Are you really saying that? That Ksiru Shalom Bratzon Chachamim, but it's not Anshi Richa Kotzon of Neomer Bratzon Chachamim. There are lot this that they gathered, that they that they harvested the the uh, barley before the Omer was the Umber Bratzon Chachamim. It's not simply they didn't object; that they allowed they allowed them to do it. The Goshen of Neomer Shabbos, but they piled it up Shalom Bratzon as we said before by just cutting it down since people don't eat Chadash, and it wasn't the Nisr because you can't take the Omer from there anyway. No problem with Ksiru. The Chacham said, if you start piling it up, you might come to eat it. The Chacham did not object. So Shlobrat Chacham and the Chacham didn't object. Mancham said, who's the who's the author of ideas? Is Michal Lachman not Rameir? Rameir says one was Barat Chacham. The first three was was Barat Chacham. The other three was Shlobrat Chacham. Rabbi said, what do you mean? Barat Chacham. Let everybody do it. Rather, it's Michu below Michu. The first three the Chacham didn't object. Last three did. So who's the one who says Michal Lachman? That's Rabbi Yehuda. Because says here. And, and here's the Shlomot Chacham below Misa Biyadam. So who's the author of that? Rabbi Yudah Viktani Kotzrin brought some Chachamim. And it says that you cut down with it. So how could you, how could Rabbi Yudah say that Kotzrin Gochim, Lifnei Omer, that they were not Mocha, but it wasn't brought some Chachamim? Shizayel Veil Shlomot brought some Chachamim. But Kotzrin Gochim was, was not Misa Biyadam. What do you mean? Here it says Kotzrin brought some Chachamim. You can do it Lechachila. Well, Tamech, he says, okay, that's a good kasha. Tamech, Hani Arba. Why don't you ask a better kasha? Why do you say that, according to you, say, Shalom, Eloel, Shalom, Bratzon, Chachamim? See, if you say it was Bratzon, Chachamim, so you only mention Markiv and the Kolim and Korkan and Kultrim. But if you're talking about, you're saying Shalom, Bratzon, Chachamim, everything was Shalom, Bratzon, Chachamim, except they weren't Mocha, so <clears throat> why do you mention, uh, you say your kasha, how do you mention Kitsira in there? Kitsira was Bratzon, Chachamim, I like a better kasha. You mentioned four things over here. You mentioned Markivin. You mentioned Markivin the column. You mentioned wrapping up Shema and Kotz and Vergoshin. Well, that's four, not three. This is Markivin the Korcha, the Kotz and Vergoshin is four. So I'm saying it's You're asking a good Kasha. Why does it say Kotzrin as if Kotzrin is something that the Chachamim didn't agree with? They weren't happy with that. What do you mean the Chachamim allowed to? You're allowed to cut it down. So why, why was that mentioned, Kotzrin, together with Goshen? Goshen, Alexander Rabbanan, didn't like that. So that was Shlobat Tzachamim. But he said that Kotzrin was Shlobat Tzachamim. We see clearly Kotzrin was Bratzim Tzachamim. But I think, but I, but he answered, I have a better kasha. Why? You mentioned four of them. There's only three. El Basam, we can't consider. Take away Kisira. So another thing, he says, Eilu Bele Shlobat Tzachamim. And everything was Shlobat Tzachamim. But the Chamim were not mochle to the first three. What are the first three? Markivin, Korchen, Korchen Shema, and Goshen. You can't pile it up. But in terms of Kotzrin, that's even better. That's not something that they didn't object, but they actually agreed to it. They agreed that you're allowed to cut down the Omer in, in uh, Yericho. So there's only three. What is the Gemara trying to say here? Uh, with the Mokhin and, and, and not Mokhin, are they trying to indicate you know, ways of 
severity. Certain things they will exert their authority, and certain things they won't exert their authority. I mean, they don't seem to be things that are, uh, you know, clear. Right. Right. So here, from a view, do you see? Correct. From a view, do you see? You're right. You see that they didn't agree to it. Like you know, the famous three things that Moshe, Moshe Bregler, and Rabbi Hiskim al Yado. It's brought down. Means Mas. Mas means he agreed to it, and and effectively, okay, let's retroactively at least retroactively. Right. So and 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 that means that that Baratzon means that even retroactively they agree to it. But here he's saying the Chum don't agree to it. They just didn't object. They didn't. They didn't. Uh, they didn't stop them from doing it. In other words, they weren't they happy about it. Why? Yeah. It doesn't say. I mean, what, what was yeah. going on? Why wouldn't there have? Like nowadays, they would say, "Well, yeah, you really shouldn't do that, but you know, we're not going to go through something that they." That right. They, right. So he yeah, said, right, uh, right, right. It's own can't be uh, only both. But, 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 but Gochim, you see, like, take example for, for Gochim. He said, as, as, as we objected to it because you might come to eat it. But if you did it already, we're not going to make a fuss about it. In other words, Lamicham Lecham didn't object because it wasn't so, it wasn't so severe. It certainly wasn't a Daraisa, that kind of a thing. In other words, it wasn't so terribly severe. It's a level of severity. That's all you could say. You're right. You know, what's their rule? It's either yes or no. Either are you Rebbe? Are you allowed to do it or not to do it? So if you ask me, so if you ask me, right? Well, we have like right. We have things right. Right. And we, as we said, we've had many times that idea that um, there are certain things that they paskin out in public. Certain things they won't say, but if you ask them privately, yeah. he'll, he'll allow you to do it. And certain things that even if you ask them privately, so there's different. There are different stages of psalm. All right, says the Gemara like this. They were allowed to. They say like this. Why did these? Why did they permit that? Our parents who had been makdish these trees, they were only makdish the tree stumps, the the trunks of the tree. And we're going to be mad to them because these grew later on. What's machlok? We're talking about. Uh, uh, growths of the tree, branches, etc., parts of the tree that grew afterwards, Askin. That's what we're discussing. Everybody holds that there's no me'ila in stuff that grows afterwards. You're only moral in what's maktish, you're maktish that right now. It grows afterwards, you're not moral. But Abundant Sovereign, he me'ila like a Isra There's no me'ila menatoh, you're not high for carbon, adding a fifth, etc., but there's still an Isra because it's at least, it's at least an Isra drop on it. Even though with your, with your parents were maktish, was only the basic tree, not the other parts, but there's still a Mr. Rabbanu here because it grew out of there. Well, parts and process. We're talking about like the heavy ones, meaning the ones that are sitting on top, the figs, the or the uh, whatever the the uh, the fruits that are growing. He says kapas tamarim, the, the dates. We're talking about a, a, a date palm tree. He says kapas tamarim, the leaves and the upper part of the tree of a of a date of a palm tree. Are very thick. They're, they grow together like the like our lulavim, and therefore, when fruits fall down on them, you might come and you want to go grab them. And the upper part of the tree is where the fruits are actually growing. And you might come. You guys read in Maybe you'll climb up on the tree to get them. In other words, what's wrong with eating these fruits? Remember, we mentioned Mishnah yesterday. Well, there's Indian of of uh, muktza, right? They, they fell off on Shabbos. It's muktza. We'll talk about that in a minute too. Here he tells you a different reason. The reason is not because the reason is because we're talking about the fruits that are at the top of the tree. The top of the tree, if you climb up the tree, there's you know, the, the heavy, the thick foliage there, like the thick leaves, when, when the fruits fall off, holds them up there. So we're saying if you go up there to grab, grab those fruits that have fallen off, that are detached, we might come to detach others that are still growing on the tree. 
their opponents suffer. Gazrin and Shemiyala Vitlosh, Van Shirichos of the Anshiricho held, Lo Gazrin and Shemiyala Vitlosh. It's not Shirichos. When we say Anshiricho, we're not talking about the Stam rank and file. We're talking about, you know, we're talking about the Chachamim there, you know, last. Van Shirichos suffer, Lo Gazrin and Shemiyala Vitlosh. They don't hold the Xayer of that. You're not worried about that. L O R. What? L O R. L O R? What's that? Oh, okay. <laughs> Not a regular reader. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they had a kahila there. They had a kahila there, right? But let's say Ben Akiba, the lower part. Remember, like that thorny part, the part where the, where the fruits don't grow. They fell down there, in that area there, you could take them out because there's no other fruits there. And there's a whole machlokus over here between Anshu and the rabbis was are you allowed to? Gather these fruits. The poor, we let the poor people in to gather the fruits. What's the concern? That they're going to climb up the tree, and therefore they might come to detached other to detach other fruits. So the concern is only in the upper part of the tree. But in the lower part of the tree, there's nothing else growing. It's okay. We got a different problem. Maybe these fell off on Shabbos. We're talking about Shabbos. We to the muksa. Right? Since they're ra'oi for birds, let's say you had your group birds in your house. So you let the birds eat from the tree on Shabbos or Yantav. Since they're roy for birds, therefore they're roy for you too, and therefore they're not muktza. It says, Hashtamuchan we find where something is prepared for a person is not compared is not considered prepared for a dog, it's considered muktza for a dog. Ditznan, the famous case is you have an animal on Yantav and it and it died. Before you got a chance to shecht it, it died. Now Rabbi Yudah Omer, if it wasn't, if it was an avail already, Arab Shabbos. So let's say the animal died in Arab Shabbos. So what's, what was that fit for? You're going to give it to your animals, right? That's you're going to give it as, as a feeding, feeding for your dogs or whatever. So <clears throat> there, you're there. It's, it's not muktzah because Arab Yontif, Arab Shabbos, it was set aside for the animal for for your dog. But let's say Arab Shabbos or Arab Yontif, it wasn't an avail died then. Then it's also you can't give it to your dog on Shabbos It's not prepared. So what do you see over here? It's prepared for a person because when Yantav comes in, presumably, it's going to be, eventually you're going to shecht and eat it yourself. So it's not a, it's prepared for a person. It's not muktzah for a person, but it's considered muktzah for a, a dog. So if it's muktzah for would you say the other way around? If it's only prepared for birds, right? Is that muktzah So how can these poor people go and eat the fruits? It's muktzah for them. No, that is the case. Something that a person sets aside for human consumption, you usually use that for dog food. People buy special dog food, or they give the dog the leftovers, but people don't give dog food right out of the freezer. They don't take the food that's set aside for them, they don't give that for dog food. He doesn't, doesn't leave his mind. In other words, he's always thinking he's going to eat that. But if it's set aside for birds, but the other way around, we don't say that. Sometimes there could be something which birds can eat, which is also human food. Anything that a person could eat, he doesn't want to eat dog food, but something that a bird might eat, he may eat as well. So therefore, therefore, it's not mukts over here. That's what we're saying. It's not mukts over here because since it's roy for his birds, his birds might eat it, so he could eat it also. Guess Machlokus is the lower fruits, the fruits in the lower part. Something which is mukhan for for animals, in this case birds. Is not considered mochan la'adam. Ba'an shemichas over mochan la'arvim is mochan la'arvim, like we just mentioned before. The concept before that as long as mochan la'arvim, if it's only mochan la'arvim, it's not mochan la'arvim. But if it's mochan la'arvim, it could be mochan la'ar also, depending on the item itself. 
Everybody agrees. Those even the even the. Uh, uh, even the Anshei Richo would not go take the ones from the upper part of the tree. So before we said, Ula said otherwise. Ula said, by the upper ones, but by the lower ones, it's okay. Now we say that Robin says differently than Ula in the name of Rishlakish. Robin says, no, the Machlok is only by the lower ones, but uh, the question is really because of Mukta. So at the end of the day, what's the reason why they can't give it to the poor people in our Mishnah? According to the second reason, like you said, because of Muktzah, it's the lower ones of Muktzah, but the upper ones, they got another problem. Besides Muktzah, it's also Shemiyala Vietlosh. According to the first shot, according to Ulushan Rishlakish, the Machlok is simply on Shemiyala Vietlosh, but there's no Muktzah over here. Oh, uh, because, uh, or because, uh, simply because um, the Rashi says that those are, uh, it's a kind of domestic bird, a bird, a, a bird domestic. yeah, domestic birds that he kept in your house. The translation today of Orv isn't necessarily, yeah. we always go with the word ravens and the question well, what's the eagle? It's an eagle. It. Yeah. Right, okay, but we, and what was that bird? You know, uh, what was that bird? We, we, don't, we just, we translate well, it. Was, it's, it's the same word. Right, right, right. So the point is, and it, was no, a, it was a domesticated bird. bird. It was not, what? Not, it was not, because it was on the table. It was the table, right, right. So domesticated birds always ask the question what's a net, what's a, what, what is an eagle and what's a vulture, that whole, you know, that, that, that there's always. Yeah, 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 right, right. Or Yoda, but what's what's the word? We have nesher, and what's the word for uh, for? Um, we always mix up those two up also. Eagle, and sometimes says vulture. That's vulture. So that's also the uh, yeah, these issues was what they are. But Rashi, Rashi's point is it's a domesticated bird. So I would I would let my bird eat from the tree. I got this orchard here. I take my bird out to eat on the tree. That's the people Yericho gave payah to the Eric. Now gave gave payah for Yerik. And that was their problem because there was no pay a due, and therefore they took away from from Meiser. And so these were Tamei Chomda, and they hold hard at time. Call them or pay those rules. They pay a cultural oko. What's the rule? Pay any? It's got to be a food stuff. It's got to be a food. It can't be something that's just like a plant used as a dye. It's got to be a food. Kolshu oka, if it's a food, vinishmar, and it's guarded. You don't just throw it out in the street, you know, mafka, but heal much grows out of the ground. But the kitoska achas and all the fruits are harvested at one point in the year. Umachnisu lakiyum, and you store it in the storage in the silo. Chayab repayam. Kolshu oka, anything that's food, pratus fiche satis vikotsa. The aftergrowth of woad and matter, these are kinds of plants that are used in, in um, dye. Not the ones that you plant for that purpose, but the ones that grow by themselves, that's used as a dye. Venishma Pratlafgir, if it's safe, your mafgrid, it's not guard. Vidulmar, it's probably command pitrios, excluding, excluding what? Command of pitrios, um, that those things like sort of grow like up, up above the ground, they don't grow out of the ground itself. And they all are gathered in at one time. Some are harvested today, some tomorrow. They grow up, but they finish at different times. And you store them, which is not stored for him because it will go bad. So what do you see over here? That Yerik is not chayv and peyah. It's clear. Why? Because it's not machnis So if that's the case, why do they give peyah from the Yerik? We're speaking over here, the tops of the turnips. Through Dabracha. Dabracha could be through the, the item itself. In other words, the tops of the turnips are, even though these things are not considered, not really chayv and peya, but they said that, you, that it is machnis lakiyam, because it's a kind of vegetable. Why? Because since the base, the base part of the vegetable, like the mother 
part of the tops, the mother part of vegetable is machis lakim. So therefore, the tops are also, even though it, by itself it wouldn't be considered machis lakim. And that's also Mekayim. And therefore, they says, therefore you're Chayef in Peah. The Rabbanan, not of, the, the Rabbanan outside of Yerichel held that it's not Shmeikim, and therefore you're not Chayef Peah. So it was a legitimate Machlokas. Tadron Rishon HaYonostin Peah, the Lefes Lekruv. They used to give Peah for Lefes and Kruv. They turned these turnips and cabbage. Even for another thing called par, another kind of vegetable. So how many how many different sheets over here? Name it plus a tanoihave. Are there three tanam over here? In other words, the first tana holds payam lefes, and Rabbi Yossi adds on kaflet, a third one. The second tana holds paya and uh, holds lefes and kaflet. And Rabbi Shimon Omer, Aflikruv, a third one. So Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yossi hold all three. And then we have two other Tanam, one holding it, you give pay on Lefis and Kruv, and one holding it, you give it on Lefis and Kaflut. So the th- there are the three different Shikas here. Le- uh, uh, name it, Tlosa Tanoi. How is this low? Trade Tanoi. It's only two. The Tanakam of Rabbi Shimon, Hain Rabbi Yossi. The Tanakam of Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yossi says, Aflik Kaflut. He doesn't mean a third one. The Tanakam of Rabbi Yossi says, uh, says uh, Lefis and Kruv. And Rabbi Yossi says, no, Kaflut and Lefis. And when Reb Shimon says, uh, rather, when Reb Shimon says Aflukruv, when he says Aflukafut, he's saying that in Lukamais. In other words, to, to, to the, he's saying that in place of the first one, Reb Yossi says Kaflut and Kruv. When Reb Shimon says Aflukruv, he also means Kaflut and Kruv. So Reb Shimon and Yossi both say the same thing. And the Tanakama of Reb Yossi is Reb Shimon. That's Lefis and Kruv. That's the Tanakama of. Um, of Rabbi Yossi is Rabbi Shimon, and the Tanakam Rabbi Shimon is Rabbi Yossi. So that's what he means by when Rabbi Yossi says Afla Kaflut, he means the Lefes on the Kaflut. So Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon are saying the same, or not that Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yossi are saying the same thing, but Rabbi Shimon's Rabbi Yossi's Tanakam is Rabbi Shimon, and Rabbi, and Rabbi Shimon's Tanakam is Rabbi Yossi. Time to decide Rabbi Shimon. Umay Af, Af is going on the first one, not ad, adding on a third one, but rather adding on to the first one. We'll just see one little piece here. This son of mine would give pay for Yerik, like, like the people Yerik did. Above, if his father came, he found their full of all the vegetables that his son had given him. Standing by his guard. My sons. Please put it down. I'll give you a double me'usr, stuff that's proper. In other words, that you have to first give mice, and I'll give you a double. Not that I feel bad, not that I begrudge you this food. You don't give paya from Yerik because it diminishes in the miser. Why do you have to tell him the reason for it? Just he's giving him double anyway. What would their complaint be? Why do you have to tell them, not because I'm cheap, but rather I want to, because uh, uh, rather this reason because of what the Chum said about miser. You know, so he say, Put it down now, and I'll give you. He didn't hand it the, the double right then. He said, I'm going to give you a double later on. So he gave him the answer, so they shouldn't think, oh, he's just pushing us off because he wants it back. And the son gave it, and the father's an Indian giver to show them that, that no, that there's, a, there's a reason for it, and I am really going to fulfill my words. I am going to give you double of stuff that's Musa because I hold like the Chachamim who say that what? That uh, that uh, the Yerik have to give Meister on, and therefore you don't give Peya on on the miser. All right, so uh, I mentioned that uh, tomorrow, Shabbos and Sunday won't be, I'm giving you a daf up at uh, Kibbutz Lavi, and uh, the next year, Mitchin here will be on Sun, on Monday morning at regular time, daf samach. The daf samach really is the Mishnah on daf Nun Testament days on the bottom.